Beetlejuice. 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 It's showtime. Welcome to the Beetlejuice Minute, where we discuss Tim Burton's Beetlejuice minute by minute. I'm your host, Julianne Fay, actress and owner of CinemaBliss.com, and my co-host today is Barry Rathbun. I am not an actress. I am more involved in the sound part of making movies. And this week's special guest is Mr. Chris Taylor. Hi, happy Monday. It is a happy Monday. And we just remind you guys, if you have not listened to it yet, the Star Wars Minute with Pete the Retailer and Alex Robinson was the inspiration for the Beetlejuice Minute. So you should just check those guys out right after you listen to minute number 31 here at the Beetlejuice Minute. And there's actually a whole series of minutes that other people have done. There's Alien Minute, Back to the Future Minute, Goodfellas Minute. There's the Burbs Minute. There's a Clueless Minute. Yeah. So we're we're part of the family. Wow. That's... That, that, I, I just can't imagine some of the things... Like last week, I made the joke about a Casper or a Condor Man Minute. Yeah. And I'm like, nobody would listen to this. And I'm like, thinking about Casper, I could see maybe people being able to talk about minute to minute because there's a lot you know, of visual stuff. Yeah. But Condor Man, definitely not. And a, a lot of other movies, I, I would say definitely not. But I guess I, I guess I wouldn't really know until I listened to them. Because yeah, well, Beetlejuice, I think, would kind of surprise me that mm-hmm. how talkative we are. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Well, if you Google movies by minute, there's actually a collection of them somewhere online altogether. Still, it was the Star Wars minute that yes. inspired us. So yes. we want to give credit where credit is due. Well, speaking of minutes, let's get to minute 31, shall we? Indeed. All right. Minute 31 begins with the Maitlands visiting um, with the afterlife's receptionist, Miss Argentina. And it ends with Lydia breaking into the attic. So I just want to mention, uh, Miss Argentina mentions that you spend 125 years on Earth. The Maitlands will be spending it in that house, and they only get three vouchers, three help vouchers, which breaks down to 41.6 years per voucher, of which I am sitting here thinking at my ripe young age, how many times I would have wanted help. And, and I would just like only qualify for one help voucher at this point. Well, actually, the name of the voucher is the Class 1D90 Intercession, uh, to, to use, you know, exact terminology. And the thing I was wondering is, is it 125 for everybody? Or because she mentions, you know, this is, uh, the afterlife is very personal. You know, this is what happens mm-hmm. to you when you die. This is what happens to you when you die. So is the 125 just for them? I I think the 125 was for everyone, but because she does say 125 years, and then she does point out in that house. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think she's specifying everybody's 125 years, and then for them, it's going to be in the house because that's their home. And everybody gets three help vouchers. So and everybody gets yes, three. and there's actually uh, in the script, not so much in the movie. There is a little reference to why three. And uh, behind the receptionist, the typist holds up both hands, each of which only has three fingers on them. <laughs> and then the typist says, rule number three, everything comes in threes. And she's actually oh. credited as three-finger typist. I saw that. And I was wondering, it too. I was like, what? Until I read the script. It's like, oh, yeah. is there a deleted scene that we don't know about? Well, we, Apparently. we would never know because the Blu-ray has nothing on it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we want to we want deleted scenes on the next update, Tim Burton. If you're listening to commentary, this. be great too, Mr. Uh-huh. Burton, Mr. Tim Burton. If you're listening to this respectfully, 
Um, but question. So would any of y'all be able to make it through 125 years with only three real cries for help? Mm -hmm. I think so. Because the way I look at it is, I mean, you're a ghost. You can't really do too much wrong. <laughs> you don't really have to worry about too much. It would be more so I'd end up probably using them just because I'd be bored and be like, hey. Let me talk to somebody. Give, give me some advice on what I can do for fun. I was going to say, you're you're pretty intellectual. I would imagine you would have read the entire book from mm -hmm. cover to yeah. cover by now. Well, I don't really like reading that much, but I I mean, in that case. Especially instruction would. manuals. Yeah, but I, it, with, it, with something like that, I, I probably would just because I'd feel, one, I got nothing else to do, you know, and I can't leave the house. So might as well just read it all, you know, get it out of the way because it might be important to have, you know. Especially because yeah. it's a guide for how to be a ghost. It's a guide for after living. Mm -hmm. I like it. I like after living magazine. After living. <laughs> Instead of southern living, after, after living. living. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you don't really see. I mean, you see everybody in the in the waiting room reading the book. But I think don't you also see like a few people just picking up small little. I think uh, Adam and Barbara are reading like some sort of magazine, but I couldn't tell what it was. Yeah, they're all kind of like looking at all so, things. It's, it's very much like a dentist waiting room or something. So, what, like that. what kind of magazines do you think they have? After they, Living? Like, after uh, Living? Definitely yeah. After Living. <laughs> um, Fangoria, probably. You know, lots of Fangoria. Good Ex choice. Exorcist Weekly. Mm -hmm. How to avoid talking to Beetlejuice, you know, <laughs> <laughs> by name. Oh, scams! Yes, scams. Mm -hmm. Oh, yes. He, he probably has one of those little one-inch ads in the back with all the other <laughs> one-inch ads. The uh, little shady. <laughs> oh, it would be a nice little uh, a rhyming thing if you know they opened it up and little ads came falling out. Mm -hmm. A la Charles mm -hmm. reading yep. oh. his. They probably do. except there's more. There's a lot more. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess, no, because this is more like limbo. I guess. I guess in like if it was hell, then yeah, there'd be a bunch more of little things popping out. But I don't know. Without getting too much into like personal beliefs of afterlife and things like that, I always thought it was a cool idea being a ghost for 125 years and then you move on to heaven, hell, whatever, like whatever the actual afterlife is, because it just, it, I don't know, it kind of gives you options, you get to do stuff, you know. Well, there was a uh, what was it? There was because you were a ghost. You were you know there was something that you had to have done. It was Casper <laughs> again. Casper <laughs> coming comes... this winter, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> we're already about to be in winter in about two weeks. So, but but then we'll be back in summer three weeks after that because because <laughs> we live in Louisiana. <laughs> <laughs> hooray for hooray for seasons or non-existent seasons, as the case may be. Hey, I got to wear my first hoodie today, and it's November what? <laughs> and I think in two more days it's going to be 80 degrees again so, so I'll have to put the hoodie back up <laughs> yay <laughs> confusing weather yay <laughs> for those of you listening up north it's quite frequent that the three of us have celebrated Christmas in shorts mm -hmm. oh yeah mm -hmm. although I'm sure west coast friends and Florida friends would all have pretty much experienced the same thing a california christmas i will not burst out into that song even though i really want to <laughs> let's just hope we have west coast and california friends Ooh. are y'all listening west coast and california friends we love and florida you. friends and, and florida up north friends. friends any friends any really? friends comment is please. anyone listening austin friends austin friends i'm wearing an austin shirt today <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, that was a pathetic moment on the Beetlejuice Minute. <laughs> so for all of our friends who do exist, um, I was going to say, um, Juno, anyone, when I looked up the name Juno, which is the name of the, the caseworker, the first things that come up online are is webmail, mm -hmm. uh, NASA satellite. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
or a teen comedy directed by Jason Reitman, mm-hmm. <laughs> which I really enjoyed, actually. Yes, yes. Now, if you look up ancient Juno, however, uh, she was a Roman goddess who protected the nation, and uh, she was the daughter of Saturn and the wife of Jupiter. And she looked after all women and marriage, which is kind of why oh. the month of June has always been considered a bridal month for and, Juno. And the whole Saturn thing kind of also ties in. Mm-hmm. Well, I was going to say that, but you said it for me. I was wondering if that it was kind of like, okay, is there a connection to the sandworms and Saturn? Would have been really cool if like everybody was named after celestial things, yeah. but sadly Beetlejuice. that's not the case. Yeah, Betelgeuse. Well, well, Betelgeuse is celestial. But, I mean, it's just Betelgeuse, it's just Betelgeuse and, Juno. and Juno. Oh, well, they're the only two. Else. Well, Miss Argentina isn't really a celestial body. <laughs> I, guess, I guess. Although some people might say she has a celestial body. I don't know. I guess if they ever get around to Beetlejuice Goes Hawaiian or Tim Burton's New Nightmare... Like, they can do that. They can have more space-named characters floating around. I just went in awe because whenever you said that, you said she was, like, the, the god of a marriage or something like that. Uh-huh. I like that specifically she's their caseworker because they're, like, you know, Aww. a couple in the hereafter. That's kind of sweet. I don't Aww. think they really meant it to be that. Especially with yeah. how we see spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think they, they meant it to be, like, that deep of a thing where, like, you know, well, then it's because they're married, and that's why we're going to use Juno because marriage, and they're going to be married forever, blah blah blah. But I, I don't know; it's just kind of, it's kind of a sweet thing. But she's looking there. after them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh. But we have not met her yet. The only person we've met in the afterlife is Miss Argentina, and we know that because she has the sash and and burned dress and green skin. <laughs> and, yeah, well, that's something I'll, I'll notice a little bit later on that everybody is very multicolored in the mm-hmm. afterlife. Originally, I was going to say, you know, was it her cause of death? Although spoilers, not going to get into her cause of death yet. Um, the afterlife is green, but not everybody's green. I thought because I realized that three fingered lady is actually pink. Mm-hmm. And not green. And the Imperial Dignitary from uh, last minute was kind of purplish. Yep. Yeah. And he was, you know, just a normal looking So my color. question then becomes, why is she green? <laughs> if it's not because she's in the afterlife, what the heck? And we'll see other people in various pigments as well as the m- movie rolls on. Right. Maybe, maybe it's a trending thing in the afterlife, just like you can multicolored hair. Instead of hair, it's the skin. Oh my God, that'd be so cool. <laughs> it reminds me of just Wally. It's like, all right, blue's out. Now we're back to red. Mm-hmm. And everyone just changes. Yeah. What color would you be, Barry, if you could dye your skin? If I could dye my skin? I don't know, blue would be kind of cool. Yeah. What about you, Chris? Well, I mean, I don't know. I've got a pretty blank palette to start with, so I could really go with any color. I wouldn't have to do any bleaching first at all or anything. (laughs) I'm very white. You can't see us, but I am a very pale dude. It's a contest between the two of us, I think. (laughs) Are you kidding? Have you not looked at my skin? Wow, the three of us glow in the dark. We probably glow in the dark if you turned off the lights. So what pigment would you choose? Probably like an aquamarine. Oh, busting out the big words. Yeah. Viridian. Viridian. Viridian, (laughs) I I probably would go with uh, orange or green because those are my two favorite colors. Like Oopa Loopa orange? Maybe. But Maybe <laughs> a, a little bit brighter, like kind of a don't gold, go full oompa loompa. A, a golden orange. Never go full oompa. No, never go full oompa loompa. <laughs> like kind of like a golden orange, mostly because you know orange is one of my favorite colors and green is one of my favorite colors. So anytime I'd feel glum, I just like look at my hand and be like, yeah, I'm awesome, you know, and that's it. <laughs> awesome. Instant, instant. You know that's so up. weird. For <laughs> a while back, I got these like fluorescent 
orange or peach fingernail polish just for the heck of it. I don't know why. <laughs> and I wore it for like a week. And every single time I looked down at my hands typing on the on the on a typewriter, I would just giggle. <laughs> I'd be in my office just giggling because my nails were ridiculously orange. <laughs> and what kind of green would it be? Mm, kind of a brightish green. Everything I'm describing like is Miss like Argentina green. I can't stand Oompa Loompas. Probably, yeah. No, Kit Fisto green. Uh, That's the green I'm going to go with. Okay. Kit Fisto green. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, oh, uh, any one other, other comments about yes. the afterlife before we get to Lydia at the door? Uh, well, actually, um, uh, we'll see her again in another minute so we can postpone the Miss Argentina, what else she's done until yes. then. Yes. Burndock. Okay. Well, I just like pointing out that oh, the chicken yeah. guy has a name. Chicken guy goes, it does his, have a His name. name is Burndock. And he doesn't know that yeah. he, he obviously didn't read his uh, his his. Oh, his, his, his long number? tally. Yeah, his long tally number because he doesn't move until they mention yeah. his name. Yeah, 54 <laughs> million something, yeah. yeah. And he's raspy, raspy voice too when he gets up. Just, yeah. He does have something stuck For in his throat. 125 years, he has to sound like that. I wonder if he ever gets used to it. That would be my first question for the caseworkers. Like, can you get this thing out of me? <laughs> I know he's dead too, but... Right, the chicken is already dead, yeah. so... Can um, you give it back to the chicken so he can not be hobbling around the afterlife? <laughs> be complete. Aww, <laughs> like a chicken thoughtful. with his head. That's right. Thoughtful. <laughs> well, when we go to Lydia, I mean, it seems like a ridiculously obvious story continuity error. So I'm assuming it's not really a continuity error. The hat fitting through the door? No, <laughs> the fact that. We saw the Maitlands push the key out in Lydia's direction. Oh, no. So the key is on Lydia's side of the door. So why is she trying to break in using mm -hmm. a, um, a screwdriver? screwdriver, yeah. Yeah, she That's, does the whap I'm going to assume that after she kind of left a little spooked, haha, -ha, spooked, um, that the Maitlands opened the door and grabbed the key. Well, see, that's what that's what I – well, but no, there was no time. Because you never saw. She, yeah. she, they knock it out of the door. Mm -hmm. Adam knocks it out of the door, and he immediately goes – time to go pick up this chalk and draw this door and go through the green glowy door like it's an immediate thing and that's why i was saying in an earlier minute you'll remember if you back up hang on i'll rewind it real quick and play the audio here so you see there is this <laughs> thing where he should have slipped a newspaper under the door and like jimmy the key out on the newspaper and slid it under because then she would be like "Woo, this is a smart ghost we're dealing with but that didn't happen. So what the heck's up with the screwdriver? Yeah, she, it's such just, an obvious maybe uh, continuity she, error. They figured the key just wasn't going to get through that she didn't want lock, to try it again. so she didn't want to try it again. I mean, it already pushed. Well, for all she knows, it pushed itself out mm -hmm. because she couldn't see them yet. So maybe she thinks it's a haunted key. So I wouldn't mess with it either. Or maybe she's oh, being nice vindictive. Oh, thought. I like that. It's a haunted key. I like mm. it. Or maybe Sweet. she's being vindictive and she's like, Take you know that what? Door. Yeah. You know what? If they're going to try to keep me out with this locked door, I'm going to break the lock on them. So they can't lock the door now. Who wins? Lydia wins. Ooh. <laughs> this is Lydia's thought process for some reason in my head. Now all I can see is Lydia wins. <laughs> Lydia wins. And on in my dark room. And on that note, <laughs> we all win at the end of this week's or this Monday's Beetlejuice Minute. Happy Monday. Happy Monday, everyone. Until next time, save us some popcorn and we'll see you soon at the Beetlejuice Minute.